Welcome to Pardon the Confusion. I'm your host tonight, Paul Arnold, and I spent a great weekend out on the boat in great Michigan, enjoying, feeling like it's not COVID pandemic out in the world. And my two co-hosts, Ernest Watts and Chris Daniel, both have opportunities every weekend to just enjoy themselves as well. Chris, out in Colorado, did you do anything this weekend that felt like COVID did not exist? Uh... You know, we, we had several bike rides. Um, so sometimes we went some places, sometimes we didn't, but it was just, uh, yeah, it was just great to just get out on the bike and just, you know, I went out to Starbucks and met a, my mentor there and we chatted. And so it, yeah, it didn't feel like anything, you know, besides all the people walking around in masks. But other than that, uh, it was just, it was just great to be outside. So I, we were outside all weekend. Nice, nice. So, superhero mentor, or what kind of mentor is this? Uh, just like more of a uh, a uh, work mentor. So originally, we get signed, assign them, and then after a year, you can decide if you want to keep them or not. But we've we've stayed friends, and and uh, so uh, most of the time, we don't even chat about work. It's more about just life, and and just kind of we keep keep up with each other's lives. So it's, it's good. Yeah, that is cool. That's very cool. Ernest Watts down in Rockingham, North Carolina. What did you do this weekend that felt like the world was normal? I was in my pool. Yes. Got a pool in the back. Got a pond for you in the front. Use the pond. Sorry. Playing <laughs> Caddyshack here. Uh, I was in the pool, you know, and watched baseball. I, I got to watch baseball again. Major League Baseball exhibition games. So that watching the baseball felt like normalcy so do you I mean, watch the, the baseball while you're in the pool now listen to it on the radio oh, okay that that was that's normal for me because that summer is laying in the pool listening to a ball game on the radio that's that's it, it, as close as we're probably going to get to normalcy for a while if that is actually achievable which yeah, i'm starting to doubt i know well, this is Pardon the Confusion, and if you're a new listener, uh, we talk about sports, culture, movies, whatever's on our mind, and often I get comments back like they like it when we just talk about our lives or something funny we've seen in the news or something so totally strange or stranger than normal. Boy, that could be a whole podcast. What's strange in our world today? But we're going to talk about sports, and the first thing is that it looks like, as of today, that sports pro sports is coming back we got hockey and we have baseball and basketball all looking like they're coming back but will they make it back and which one are you the most interested in seeing and i'm gonna start with chris daniel out in colorado i am most interested in seeing uh playoff basketball as 1a playoff hockey as 1b just because it's playoffs and i think you know both both sports have some unfinished business and that's you know you were invested in you know some you know most of the regular season and then it just dramatically stopped in mid-march and then you know everything everybody's lives has completely changed since then so now that this is going to get a little bit just back to normal i think all eyes are going to be on both sports um but yeah, one A, one B. Baseball, I'm excited to have it back, but uh, I think because they kind of aired their dirty laundry out there, and everybody knows nobody's really happy with with the you know the deal that they came to. I think it kind of sours it, and I think the MLB had a huge opportunity 
uh, to get something done earlier, and they've kind of watered it away. And so they'll have a 60-game uh, season, and I, I actually think it's going to hurt them because people are going to love the 60-game season. They're like, why are we doing 162? This is mind-boggling. So mm. that's my long answer to a short question. Okay, so you live out in Colorado, so you don't have – Denver Nuggets are in the hunt. Oh, yeah. And you oh, think yeah. any chance they're going to make it very far? I think – I think the goal for them and, you know, prior to the COVID, I think the goal was to get to the Western Conference finals uh, and maybe play the Lakers or the Clippers. Um, now it's 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 all up. Who's got the most depth? Who's going to stay healthy? It, it could, it's anybody's game at this point. Anybody's. And then for hockey, um, you know, we've got the avalanche there, uh, I think one or two seed in the, in the West. So they're right there and they're getting help. They had a lot of injuries throughout the season, so they're going to get healthy. So I think they have a good, good run. And then the Rockies, um, you know, uh, their pitching is just terrible. So if they can put a, a good string of, you know, games together and, and win, and just, it's more of a sprint than a, than a uh, marathon, you know, they have a shot, but um, they play the Dodgers a lot. Uh, in those 60 games and you know Dodgers are, are just they're a great team so it's, it's going to be tough for them so I think we still are rooting for our home teams and Ernest Watts you're down in North Carolina same question to you are you looking forward to hockey basketball or baseball the most well since hockey is a playoff and then my basketball team is not in the playoffs <laughs> uh hockey because I think you know the Canes getting back the two best defensemen they have to play the top four seeds play for seeding, and the others have a best of five. They'll be playing the Rangers best of five starting August 1st. So I, I, even though they haven't beat the Rangers this year, I, I feel pretty good in that situation. Second is baseball because, again, riding around in a car, laying in my pool. I mean, my entire life I've listened to baseball on the radio. Uh, that's just been one of the standards since I was a child. And basketball, my team did not make the playoffs. So it'll be one thing that'll be fascinating in, in looking at this is uh, I've seen basketball play with no one in the crowd. When they used to have the summer league in Orlando, they just mm -hmm. had the teams, essentially a high school gym. So that's nothing new. I've watched enough KBO baseball to watch baseball games with no one in the crowd. And I've seen three, they didn't even call them exhibition games, they call them major league summer camp games. Uh, which is marketing. Okay, they can slap that on a t-shirt. something against oh. summer camps? I mean... It's, to me, <laughs> summer camp was a punishment that gave your parents some free time. I remember <laughs> when I sent my kids to summer camp, it was like, wow, a week's vacation. Uh, uh -huh. uh, I've never seen <laughs> hockey with no one in the stands. So this will be yeah. fascinating to watch. Now, I don't like the fake crowds. I'd rather be able to hear the players and coaches. And you can go online. I've watched enough soccer where they give you the opportunity. And, and the last two days I watched Major League Lacrosse and they had no crowds. And I, I like it with no crowd. I mean, I'm, you're able to hear and you're able to they, – they're easier to mic up in that reference. But it's – and a little bit like Chris said, baseball is going to be different because if you get to a quick start, if you're three or four games over 500 the first three weeks – you can pretty much cruise in. You're, you're going to be in the playoffs. I yeah, mean, what whoever about, starts slow, it's going to be out of it. What mm -hmm. about your point a couple of weeks ago, Ernest, that the pitchers are not fully ready yet? Like they, they Look at last year. The Boston Red Sox tried to save the pitchers and not 
have them pitch as many innings in preseason, and that didn't work out for them in the regular season. How about this year? These pitchers, will they arms? Will their arms blow out earlier because they're trying to do too much too soon? From what I've seen, and I'm going back to three exhibition games, they didn't play them like summer camp. Excuse me, they didn't play them like regular exhibition. And when a guy hit a pitch limit, he they stopped the inning, went to the next inning. They're going to go to 30 man rosters, and those extra five guys are going to be probably four pitchers and a third catcher because of the injury situation. They're going to have a minor league camp where guys will be, you know, scrimmaged not too far. Like for the Braves, it's going to be where the AAA at in Gwinnett. I think the Orioles is in Norfolk with the AAA team. I think the Tigers are keeping all their younger players down in Toledo and just mm-hmm. scrimmaging them. Yeah. So they're going to keep a lot of extra players there available. Uh, I don't understand this situation with the very few day games. Most of the games are at night, which doesn't make a lot of sense, which may be corrected because Toronto will not be able to play in Toronto. Right. And their their AAA team does not have major league lighting. So it may be like the old Wrigley Field before 1985. They may have to play all their home games in daytime. Well, let's go back to that point and – I, I agree. I'm looking forward to first, I agree with Chris. I think the playoffs right away for the NHL sounds really interesting to me. I think the NBA, because if they lose somebody, it's a much bigger impact than a baseball player out of the lineup. So those two are more interested. But baseball is very fascinating. And today, Canada said, uh, not so fast, Toronto. You can't play during the, you know, during this shortened season. And I'm thinking, wow, is that Canada just being super cautious or the whole world thinks the United States is super contagious? Um, but at the same time, Paul, they're playing all the NHL playoff games. So is it just they like hockey Toronto. better? <laughs> I, and, Good point. And, and these are they're American players who had to go through a quarantine. I think it's the time that they have that 14-day quarantine. And you can't do that with a season which has 60 games in 66 days. You couldn't have the visiting team quarantine for two weeks before they came to Canada. I get you. You can do that with the hockey teams. You can get them there two weeks early. So I think that probably was the circumstances. The other choice for Toronto is Dundee, but they don't want to go to Florida. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a coronavirus hotspot right now. That in Texas are probably the, the worst number of cases. But could so, they share even Tiger Stadium or a, another major league team like Pittsburgh that's not too far away and share a U.S. site in a major well, league have stadium? To, have to be in the East because, remember, they're playing their, their Eastern Division and the National League Eastern Division. They're playing 40 games within the division and 20 games in the American League Mirror Division. Or they never the have West. a home game. That's the other alternative. Which you're not losing any gate. You just you know let them, you're not going to lose any gate in that respect. So there's no revenue loss. That is the that probably is the easiest alternative. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Chris, let's get back to you for a second. So you know, Ernest and I have known each other for a long time, and we can go anywhere with our discussions. When you're talking to other people out in Colorado who are like you, under forty, under thirty-five, how old are you, Chris? Uh, I am a uh, uh, 33, 33 this year. All right. So you talk to other 33 year olds and younger. Are they even worried about all this? Are people really wanting sports right now? 
or are they too distracted with other things going on? No, I, I think if you're talking about people that are in my lifestyle, so married, have a kid, or just married, I think they care. Um, younger people, uh, I think they're just fed up, and you can sometimes see that. But uh, yeah, I think I think once you are kind of you know in the upper twenties, thirties. It's just life is a little bit more real to you than the the invisible shield that you have when you're in college and um, shortly after college and below. So, uh, but I mean, I would say in general, though, people here are taking it pretty seriously uh, in Denver, and it's it's a little bit more of a liberal city as is. Um, uh, so I think people are are just you see a lot of people with masks on, but there's so much to do outside here. Like when you're, you know, there's a lot of parks and there's a lot of places to hike. And so, uh, people don't feel like they're stuck inside, uh, all the time because there, you can't get outside and do stuff. So, um, you know, a lot of our, our restaurant everywhere here is, uh, you know, mask zone. So, uh, I haven't seen anybody really fight it. Uh, I've seen, you know, some some of the viral stuff, but uh, for the most part, it's, you know, I think people are, are biting and and our cases are, are going up slowly, but not 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 uh, to the percentages of some of the other states. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Ernest, I think, I think people are ready because I was watching the Pittsburgh Cleveland game last night mm-hmm. and people were perched on the skyscrapers across the Roberto <laughs> Clemente Bridge with these high tech binoculars watching the game <laughs> like a mile away. I hope they weren't leaning over the edge, you know, like. I just, I oh, I think, but I think everybody's ready for sports. I think they just, I mean, I was watching the, 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 what was it? The match against Tiger and Phil with, uh, you know, Peyton. Uh, Peyton I mean, Brady. I was jumping up and down when Peyton, when um, Brady hit that putt or hit that chip in. And my wife was like, what is going on? I'm like, he just hit a chip in. She's like, oh, my gosh. Has it come to this? Like, <laughs> and then, like she how, saw, <laughs> then she saw he split his pants and then she got. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but no, I think there. if you're a sports fan, you are just begging for some sort of competitiveness. And the one thing I've seen um, a lot of more commercials on is uh, sports betting. All the betting sites, like you're betting on anything now. What was it? What was it? Some sport, some Bulgarian table tennis or something. <laughs> they took off the the betting tables because they found out it was fixed. We oh, went geez. 91 days without the big four sports. Right. And the, I'll, I'll call back to the Wayback Machine. We need Ted Koppel because he used to do this during the Iranian crisis. Day 62. Uh, and now we've got, okay, they're going to play NHL exhibition games this Tuesday. The Major League Baseball exhibition games are going already. NBA exhibition games start Wednesday. NFL rookies report for camp Tuesday. The veterans report on the 28th. It's like we were winged for five months, and now it's like everything, it's come, come, come grouch oh, and off. I mean, it's like this massive wave and then you're going to have what the masters in october and november and is that right november the week before thanksgiving i mean it's just going to be crazy i mean the, the fall is just going to be absolutely it's yeah it's going to be it's like we're you know 
just yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be this giant wave, and then we're probably gonna be sick of it for a while. No, no, we so will not French, be sick of it. We will not. French because... Open, French Open in September, the Indianapolis 500. I think on Labor Day. Is that right? Well, this year we need it more than ever because a couple things. One is sports has always been a release, an emotional re- release for people to just get themselves lost and rooting for a team, and they get their anger and their excitement, and they, for a while it suspends reality. They can pretend that the Cubs are the best team ever for a while. And we haven't had that during a really stressful period of our nation's history. And then this fall is an election year on top of COVID. Yep. There is going to be so much stress. If we think things are ramped up now, it is going to be so, so ramped up politically this fall, and COVID will still be the second wave maybe back, that we will need sports more than ever to sort of calm the wild beast of our nation's psyche, you know, just to, to get it out. And as much as I lo- am growing to love soccer, I'm just not there yet. And here's another theory, and see if you guys think it's right. I think the big sports have to watch out that if younger people, younger than 30, can't go to the games for the night out with their buddies or their friends, and they're not watching on TV anymore because they're cutting cable. Uh, both my kids don't have the ESPN lineup anymore. They both are doing Roku or Apple TV. And I think that's if 20 or somethings can't go in person and they're not naturally going home and flipping the channel to see ESPN, I think they're going to lose a lot of market share in the future with this generation. Is that just crazy talk or is that real? Well, some of it's been proactive. Like Major League Baseball has a free game every week on YouTube. So some of them have been proactive. NBA has been pretty proactive in social media. I mean, I think on Twitch, they have games that they show. So some of the sports have- Twitch? What's Twitch? Twitter, Twitch, what is Twitch? It's the thing with the gaming. Some gaming type of thing. We should. We old people should refer over to the young person. <laughs> yeah, Chris, well, well, what's Twitch? We'll be doing. We'll, we'll be fat. Is it fat like Tinder? After this? No, it's not like <laughs> Tinder. It's it's. Uh, there's some. I mean, they they've reached out on social media. Not the exposure that we get. But now, I had. I'm like you, Paul. I had some doubts. Out of sight, out of mind. But NASCAR, which I thought was really on the road to ruin, their ratings are up eight percent since they came back. So I'm kind of wondering if absence doesn't make the heart go a little bit fonder, that, that people will seek it out the next day. And they'll, there's above, there's over. Does arrogant. that work in your marriage? It works in mine sometimes. Well, uh, no, I think the sight of me makes her grow despondent. It's more <laughs> like the thing. I mean, no, they're, they're no, going to be over true. arrogant. Ernest's grandsons, that's not true. We're just teasing. Okay, back to the yes, show. Yes, I mean, there's going to be over air games on ABC and NBC. The hockey playoffs will be on NBC. NBA games are going to be on ABC. Not all of them, not the exposure we get with cable. So I think young people still get exposure. And like I said, the baseball games are on Fox uh, over air. So they'll still be able to whet their appetite a little bit. Another reason for that is Hollywood and other shows haven't been able to produce new seasons because of COVID. So they're going to need the programming. Uh, sports could provide that's uh, you know i was wondering about you know the rates go up every year the advertising rates for live sports you kind of wonder when they're going to plateau and i've heard executive over executive interviewed and said listen uh, live sports is the ultimate always in advertising dollars 
because it's not going to be, uh, I was going to use the word and say taped and really show my age, but you can't record it or download it or stream it later because if you don't, you know, you want to know the score, there's an intimacy and the immediacy of live sports. And that's why individual companies pay so much to put commercials on those things because they know they're going to be viewed. Whereas if you put it in a streaming apparatus, a regular TV show or a movie, they're going to zip right through it and you're not going to get the advertising buck, the the response for. So that's why everybody's looking for live sports to come back for that reason. Mm -hmm. Advertisers are, fans are, and I think people can take two hours at watching a baseball game and forget about, the increasing coronavirus rates or the but increasing baseball so rates. boring on TV though it, it can be so dragging but they have new rules this year right so this yeah is- yeah and here's the one that I here's a question I've had I've watched three games summer camp games again the bullpen sits in the stands now and I was wondering you know the fights when they have the <laughs> you know fights and everybody the bullpen comes running by and they dance a little right, bit right they grab each other by the shoulders are they gonna be fighting in the stands i mean it'd be worth watching wouldn't no, it they're gonna be ordering Start beers in the stands that's what they'll be ordering, oh yeah but as most half, half the team sits in the stands now and they have a little tent to cover for them and they sit on separate sides of the field and then the 10th inning, if the game is tied, they start off some American Legion rules. Uh, they've been doing this in American Legion for 30 years. You start off with the last batter made out in the ninth inning is on, on second base with no outs. Mm. And roughly speaking, you score half the time you have a runner on second with no outs in an inning. Mm-hmm. So that's supposed to reduce. And then if it goes uh, American Legion rule, if you go to a – 11th inning, you get two guys on base. I don't know if they're not doing that, just taking one guy on base. I'm going to miss the food from baseball. Chris, when you go to a baseball game, what food do you like to order? Uh, beer and a hot dog. And then occasionally we'll bring in some peanuts from an outside vendor, which is legal at Coors Field. But yeah, uh, I'll get a, a nice Coors, Coors beer, then a hot dog, and that's, that's all you need. So what do you put just, on the hot dog? Just, Pardon me? What do you put on your hot dog? Oh, you know, I, I think I'm a, I'm a mustard ketchup relish guy. Uh, no onions? You live in Colorado. No, no. Uh, what's it called? The, 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 uh, the no, weed? no, the buffalo <laughs> stuff. Uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh, yeah. No Rocky, no Rocky Mountain oysters? No. No, they I, don't have those readily available at the games. Do you want to explain oh. what Rocky Mountain oysters are for our Chinese listeners, Ernest? It is the testicles of a uh, bull that have been fried into a crispy uh, and, and seriously uh, a lot of seasoning on it. So I have it not eaten, it, but I, I have not eaten it, but I would I would try it. I mean, I've eaten chocolate-covered grass grasshoppers, and I've eaten sweet and sour um, cockroaches, so I'd try it. Something different. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not my favorite food of the ball game. Uh, Truist Field does a wonderful beef brisket sandwich. Nice. What field? Truist Field. That's the new name for the Braves Stadium. One bank bought another bank, so now it's Truist. Truist. Interesting. Mm. And when that Ernest, bank bought ever... it, it changed the name. Ernest, did I ever tell you about my story at the old, the, I mean, the last Brave Stadium? When I was on vacation, we're on, our, we're, on, we're on our third. Which one? <laughs> uh, it was. It was Turner. probably yeah. yeah I guess it was. 
They had the Delta Lounge. Yes. 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 So uh, I buy tickets. Uh, my, so my girlfriend at the time, now wife, we are uh, going to go down to Florida, Tampa, to my, uh, my dad's, and we're going to spend a week at the beach there. Well, coming from Michigan, you got to stop somewhere. You're just not going to drive all the way there. So we stopped in Atlanta, and we're going to, you know, go to a baseball game that night. So I get two tickets online. They're like twelve bucks. They're nothing. And then um, my wife sees something that says uh, something on it. That says like Delta Lounge or something. And she's like, "What is this?" I said, "I don't know. Don't worry about it. Let's just go to a, like we're sitting in right fielder on the you know the first base line, but way up there." And she's like, well, I think we should ask somebody. And I'm like, I don't care. Sure. And this is after driving for 12 hours, 12 plus hours. So I'm like, whatever. So she asked some guy, she's like, what is this Delta lounge? They're like, oh, excuse me, come this way. So they take us into an elevator. We go to this, the, the Delta lounge and it's just all this. I mean, you still have to pay for food and everything, but it's just this private area where, um, you know, we, you know, it's just a lot more comfortable there. And we had seats there and it, it was a lot of fun, but was Rob I would have Lowe never there? gone there. Uh, I did not see Rob Lowe. He liked Atlanta. He always would pick out girls in Atlanta. So especially the democratic convention, <laughs> <Ooh>. Google, that, <laughs> Google it. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Rob Lowe was not a good person. Google it. Yeah. 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 All right. So yeah, that Ernest and I have been to the older stadiums, although I have not been to the newest one. I I've been to Fulton County, I've been to Turner, but the newest one is really close to Marietta, and it's so crowded. It's the worst, most most congested area of of Metro Atlanta. Of course, that's where they want to put the uh, stadium. But anyways, it's going to be really different not having fans there. But I'm happy it will be on TV. And we get to watch it. Uh, today, there was a famous person that disclosed that him and his wife both had coronavirus. And I'm going to ask you, Chris, do you know who that famous sports person is? I do. And it is? Do you want me to spill it or it's should we a ask? fellow Ohio. No, it's Jack Nicholas. You should have said the yeah. nickname. You should have said the Golden Bear. The Golden the bear. bear. The Golden Bear. The Golden Bear. So at his tournament bear, so. today. Thank you for. He announced that both him and his wife had it, fought it for about two months, and they're both 80, and they overcame it. But then Freddie Freeman, the first baseman from the Braves, has had accounts on recent news stories that he was praying for his life that it was that severe. So my question to both of you guys, the people that you know in your circle, do they really believe COVID is serious or that do they know anybody? Like, Ernest, do you know anybody personally that has COVID? Several. And yes. how, how are they doing? Uh, one through went through it twice, tested positive Jeez. over two different periods of time. One just tested. HIPAA, can't tell you who they are. HIPAA laws. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I've not run, I've run in, and I work in, in healthcare. Okay. So I'm probably exposed and I have to do testing and all that. So. Uh, I'm probably no more than I physically knew. So, yeah, I know quite a bit. The only people that I've run into that are deniers, this is going to sound really bad, are church members. Because they think In, it's a conspiracy? Yes. Yeah. Against the Everybody, president. Uh, yes. I have other people in my other walks of life, my family, uh, my in-laws, my children's family, um, 
people in my community, my neighbors fully understand and they wear masks and they're very careful. Uh, I've had church members that to my face have today have to belittle me for wearing a mask. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's their choice. I, I choose not to expose anybody. Right. If right. that, that's their choice. We are, we live in a country where we have the freedom to make our choices Yeah, and understand the repercussions of those choices. I think it makes a big difference when you know somebody who's had it, and it really makes a big difference when you know somebody who's died from it. And then yeah. you think, wow, what does this mean? And just hearing that Jack Nicholas, you know, had it, and um, uh, I think that was a good thing that he, he announced that because, like it or not, in Michigan, the number of people who've had it has been disproportionate toward minorities, especially African-American. And then I hear in California that a lot of uh, Latino people are getting it as well. And I think people across America that are not in as diverse counties need to hear it can happen anywhere. It, it can spread easily. And um, I think sports is a good diversion. But what we're hearing today, Jack Nicholas saying, hey, I had it. And now the NFL, a bunch of players are really skittish about going to playing a football season this year. So, Chris, do you know anybody that's had it, and do you think that we'll have an NFL season? Uh, I do know someone that has had it. Um, yeah, and I think my my close family all takes it very seriously. Um, but I think as you move out into the cousins and stuff like that, I think it's a little less um, – uh, the 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 scare factor or the fear factor whatever you want to call it it's just not there um, and I just found out today my my cousin had a party over the Fourth of July and her son who is uh, maybe two I, I don't think he's a day over two if he I don't think he's had his second birthday they found out he had uh, he has COVID oh, and it's from that July Fourth party so. Um, luckily he's doing fine. It was just, you know, some diarrhea and stuff like that. But I mean, he didn't have a fever, so it's just, it's, it's tough. But, um, as far as the NFL, I, I, no, this is all just wishful, wishful thinking. I mean, uh, I guess, Paul, I'll ask you, I, I know Harbaugh took a big, big uh, hit, I'm sure, at, you know, in Ann Arbor and Michigan general, with all those fans by saying, like, football did not cause this. It's not going to cause this. You know, we should still play games. But it's just it's tough to play games when we know this is this is only climbing and we don't even have it under control. Um, wh- what was your take of, of Harbaugh's? Uh, and maybe you can give a little bit more. I don't know yeah. if you even heard about it. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We talked a little bit about it in last week's podcast as well. Um, that, you know, at what point do you say this is not worth any college athlete losing their life over it? And we talked about last week as well that even though such a small percentage of healthy younger people may die from it, one is too many, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. why are we doing this? And especially if other sports can come up and take that sort of outlet for America, then football which is so breathing in your face and touching and even though they can try to put a full mask on i mean like this plexiglass mask i I don't know how they can do it i think harbaugh really has been ripped too much because he has been on the front of saying hey wear a mask we're got to get ahead of this 
they've gotten testing into U of M early on. Um, so he hasn't been ripped too much for saying, hey, we should still play. Um, but, I think Ed Edgeron pretty much took a lot of heat off of him with his yeah, he did. Can you do an Ed, Ed Edgeron impression? He told, he told uh, Mike Pence. The LSU coach. Excuse the me. LSU coach. Well, uh, America needs football. We need football. We need football. You know, want to have Rondo go do the football. Was that the water boy or was that Ed Edron? I, I think that was more like Boomhauer from uh, what, what was the show? Uh, uh, with the Texas Oil. What was it? The King of the Hill. Boomhauer from King of the Hill. Oh. Boom, y'all remember Boomhauer from King of the Hill? Oh yeah. That's what I was saying. Uh, you know, when he tells America needs football, no, America needs a vaccine, okay? <laughs> Let's be honest here. Here's, you know, it, who's the most trusted person in America? Tom Hanks. Nick, Nick Saban. And, and he couldn't get people. Tom Hanks could Real not tight. get people to take it seriously. Tom Hanks could not get people. Him and his wife had it. He's telling people, wear a mask. He's actually said it a little more bluntly and yeah. more R-rated than I can on yeah. this podcast. And he can't get people to wear. I mean, there's just there's a certain percentage of Americans who are just basically their whole attitude is, you can't tell me what to do. They see a speed sign says 55, you can't tell me how to drive. You know, the, the, freedom, that, man. Yeah, okay, that's a small percentage. That's understandable. That's that's the gene pool taking a, uh, a jump off the high dive. Okay, that's a few chromosomes short. But other people are like equating this. I mean, you know. How difficult is it to wear, wear the mask? I mean, there is proof that if we wore a mask, everybody wore a mask, this thing would be gone at a much accelerated rate. So how likely that all the baseball players will wear that thin mesh mask like that one guy did for, I guess it was the, I forget, Indians, right? Yeah, of the three games I've watched, roughly I would say a little more than half are wearing masks. Wow. I wore a mask. Higher percentage than I think. Higher percentage than I would have thought. I worked out at a gym recently, and it's more of a uh, class, and they mandated everyone that you had to wear a mask. So not only was I working out with you know a rowing machine and a treadmill and then lifting weights, but I'm in altitude, and I did it for an hour, and I mean I was sucking wind like nobody's business, but I mean still wore a mask. Were you wearing a thin, like sheer mask, like the baseball players? It was a, it was a, it was a, you know, one of those uh, N95s. Yeah. And we're not even talking about the school situation. Oh, every state's dealing with that. Right. So you know, I think to have a podcast right now and ignore the elephant COVID in the room is is not right. We all are dealing with it to some degree, and the fear factor. And then, so what I'm saying is that this is not going away. And you add the political climate this fall we're gonna need sports so much and i would love to see some football but you know if we can have other things or at one time somebody suggested to me why don't they play seven versus seven and have a, a nfl league just seven versus seven where you're not doing arena linemen. football arena football. yeah let, just do arena or football for a while seven on seven drills but money gets in the way all the time it, you know like how and, can we get recoup some of our money so i'm gonna go chris and the Mr. union paul the union will not allow half of its constituency not to be paid mm. yeah lineman well both you guys are pretty good about knowing the economics of this but i'll start with chris chris out of the major 
pro sports, football, baseball, basketball, and hockey, which major league sport is going to have lose the most money because of COVID? What do you think, Chris? Uh, you know, I think baseball because I think it has the highest higher salaries. Uh, and then you've you've got no no income and you're having a 60 game season and uh, I think TV money has gone away where I think you know football you know yeah be I think on TV baseball. more though I don't know about TV money going away but yeah, we've lost uh, 100 100 games of TV money oh I got you now so I mean there I'm sure it's going to be some sort of a prorated but I, I think it's going to hurt I think how baseball handled this. And just it's longevity. I think short term it may not be baseball. I think long term it might be baseball. Mm. Ernest, who's going to lose the most money? We're talking big four, right? Yep. No, what hockey, other sport? Hockey. What other sport were you thinking? Well, I was I was going to say hockey has so dependent on their attendance for revenue. Yeah, I would say hockey. That's the you know the others get so much money from TV, yeah. And now now hockey has gone the direction is they've gone ahead and done a new collective bargaining agreement for the next five years and lowered the salary cap significantly. So they already know that they're already being proactive with that. I think the other three can get enough money from TV and and baseball. They own a lot of their the regional sports networks so they can use old rev old games as revenue and and they're so tied into the, the cable system they have contracts hockey doesn't really have that football has money i mean they may miss a lot but they they can print money they can have their own currency system actually can i add uh, if if uh, i think it's going to be the the biggest loser in this whole thing is going to be the you know the university baseball team the softball team the golf team because if football doesn't happen Mm -hmm. all those schools i mean i think you know you talk about michigan i think michigan's going to be fine like they've got they can they're printing money right you know but like the the small schools in the mac uh bowling green you've got small florida schools small schools in north carolina I mean, it's just, it's going to decimate them. And without that football money, it's all those programs are going to suffer from a university's perspective. Yeah. Division two, division three, junior college, they're going to have a hard time. Um, And I think you're right. Title nine will prevent a lot of teams from being cut because they have to do an equal amount for, for sports for uh, female participants as they do male. So what you'll see is the men's soccer and the men's gymnastic and the men's golf, the men's baseball. The women's sports teams have to be there legally. So you won't see them go away, but you may see football in some small. I, I, you know, we talked about last week. I think we're going to see a super conference. I think the big five will create their own championships. Mm. They'll print their own money. Yeah. I mean, the, the NCAA commissioner has no power. No power, and this is just uh, this is just the shining light on it. Of he has no authority to tell what conferences what they you know what to do or how to. Do. There's every conference is doing their own thing, and it just makes the NCAA look just pitiful. Yeah. Chris, he never did. You know, the only reason he got that job is because he fired Bobby Knight. Mm-hmm. 
That's right. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's shift gears a little bit because we've talked enough COVID. And last podcast, Ernest and Nate and I talked a little bit about movies. And I got the list, the new list of released movies, the summer movies that were supposed to be out this year and delayed. So I'm going to give each one of you a choice of different movies that will be coming out in a delayed fashion on different formats. So I'll give you two movies and then tell me which one would you rather see. Okay, you ready? We'll start with you, Chris. Chris, would you rather see Greyhound starring Tom Hanks, which is on Apple TV Plus right now, a mm-hmm. World War II thriller, or would you rather see Antlers? This is from Disney, and it's the no, Greyhound. personal history of David Copperfield. <laughs> no. no, I watched enough Disney. I, I can, no, no Disney. Unfortunately, I, I watched enough Disney in the last four months to to satisfy the rest of my life. So anything sure. besides Disney. And we got sting the Mickey Mouse song, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. <laughs> no, you hear that it's, every day. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's Moana. It's frozen. It's, oh, All right. So Ugh. Ernest, you I already know that Tenet was your big hope of a movie, yes. Christopher Nolan. Now they have said it may come out August twelfth, but we're not sure yet. So I'm gonna give you another choice. Would you rather see Mulan, the live-action version from Disney with the great epic story of a woman pretending to be a man and beating (laughs) up other people, or the one and only Ivan, also from Disney? Um, And I I thought I had a description of this one, but I don't. If Ivan is just a picture of a guy standing for two hours, (laughs) watch that. You'd rather do that than Mulan. I didn't watch the cartoon Mulan. I mean, uh, no, I have no interest in seeing Mulan. All right, so I'll give you a third choice. Bill and Ted face the music. That's the one. Oh yes, party on, party on. Yes. I didn't see either of the first two or the first one of Bill and Ted. Oh, they're. they're, I would watch them in school. They're silly comedy movies. Uh, they actually travel through time. And uh, I forgot the guy that plays Death. He does a great job. He is the Grim Reaper. Oh, the Grim Reaper. And Bill, uh, oh, oh, forgot his name. But, yeah, I definitely. Anything with Keanu is going to be good. You yeah. know that. Alex Winter, that's his whole career. Alex Winter did this. He did a series on MTV back in the 90s. and yeah. All right. All right, Chris, back to you. Would you rather see A Quiet Place Part 2, which is the follow-up to John Krasinski and his wife Emily about the thriller horror where they can't make a noise or the evil aliens will eat them, or the third version of The Kingsman, which is The Kingsman. The Kingsman. Yep, I watched both of those uh, in COVID. So, yeah, I I got into those, and the second one was kind of, garbage the first one was pretty good um but yeah definitely the kingsman, kingsman plus I, i'm not a horror i'm not a, i'm not a horror film you uh, didn't like elton john I, in the second one he was oh, hilarious I liked, well i it just wasn't as good as the first one but yes it, it was just a little bit more corny than i don't know the kingsman is pretty violent there's some really bloody scenes in that movie. oh yeah now, this is but no the- horrors but horror's not my you could almost pick a lot of movies because i just i'm not a huge horror fan either that's actually a prequel with Ray Fiennes and uh, who else? Demon Hajanu, who was in Gladiator, and uh, uh, who else is in? The guy was in 1917, the one who actually, spoiler alert, survives. He's in a, a prequel, prequel set in 1970, a prequel set in World War One. 
All right. So, Ernest, you know all things about movies, so I'll give you a one that you know both these movies are coming out. I think I know which one, but both star very attractive women. That got Chris's attention. All right, Wonder okay, Woman what? 1984 is supposed to come out October 2nd, and what do we have to say? I mean, just it was really good. The first one was really good. The second one is a prequel too, Black Widow with Scarlett Johansson. So it's following the Marvel Universe's option for this summer when they didn't have anything else going on. So which one would you rather see? Well, now Wonder Woman is actually Wonder Woman 1984, right. and it's uh, Captain Kirk's in it, Chris Pine. Also, the Mandalorian is the bad guy. Um, so I would probably go to it, even though I do like the gentleman that plays the father in, in Scarlet. We know what happens to Black Widow because she I, can I tell people she died? Don't, in the last say, it, don't say it. Don't oh. say it. Don't ruin all of Marvel Universe for people. There is a rumor about that movie, supposedly, that. They give her a uh, chance to come back. That she didn't really die in the Avengers movie. That was one of uh, the people in Captain Marvel. What is it? The the scrolls, oh. scrolls taking her place. That she survived. But uh, Wonder Woman, you know, I, like I said, Chris Pine is good about everything he does. Unfortunately, he's walked away from playing Captain Kirk, which depresses me. Oh, really? He said no to future movies of Star Trek? They were The next one was supposed to have him and uh, the guy that plays Thor who played his father in the very first one, and they were supposed to go back in time and meet each other. That was the plot. Oh, Chris Helmsworth. But, yeah, Helmsworth, and, but they kind of uh, tried to get him at a discount rate, so right now it looks like there won't be a Star Trek 4, okay. unfortunately. All right, Chris, we got two big-time movies. Uh, both have been delayed. The first one is No Time to Die, which is James Bond's next movie, and actually the last one probably for Daniel Craig. It's been delayed from April to November 20th. I think they're trying to be safe to delay it that far. The other one is Top Gun Maverick, which is Tom yeah, Cruise's I, uh, comeback, trying to look young enough to be a tough instructor, yet rebel at the same time. That's supposed to come uh, out December twenty third. Which one would you want to go see? I want those are probably the top two movies I wanted to see this summer. So it's it's hard to say, but I would definitely. I mean, uh, my family we love Top Gun, so I'll have to go Top Gun. I just yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, my sister and I we just go back and forth on. Um, what year was Top Gun released? The original one. Do you remember? Was that eighty six? You're right. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. You know, you know the big thing to the plot here is Miles Teller, who is in Whiplash, right. plays Goose's son. Oh, I did not know I that. I didn't know he was Cruz's son in the movie. Meg Cruz, Ryan Cruz, and made not, a small Cruz. role. No, she's not in. No, not Cruz's Goose. His, oh, Goose's uh, son. Died. Yes. Do you want to tell what happened to Goose in the first one? or is that... Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler. My gosh. Oh, here's a fun fact. So... Uh, um, uh, cosign or uh, call sign Charlie when they're at the bar and, and Tom Cruise's character goes up and sings the song and you know tries to to you know hit on her or whatever Serenade. buy her a drink. Um, she said I'm. She, he's like you know are you here with anyone? She's like I'm here with an older man uh, or it's a mistake or something like that. Do you know who that person is that she is with? I don't know. Uh, the correct answer we were looking for is the actual real Viper from Top Gun. 
so obviously Viper has a character in the movie. It's not him, but it's the the you know the person that they portrayed in the movie. Yeah. So he's an actual fighter pilot, and uh, you know he taught him a bunch of stuff. So they gave him a little cameo, and she, he's the person that uh, she is meeting for drinks. So mm-hmm. okay. there's your fun fact. Can we back up a minute? Where did Meg Ryan come from? She wasn't in the first movie. Was Kelly what are you McGill- talking about? She was. She was Goose's wife. She's, she's yeah. She's Goose's, oh, Goose's wife. wife. Kelly McGillis was the love interest. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But Meg, but Meg Ryan, Ryan won her hearts is a cute. So, she was like woman. a side character. I know. I'm just saying she was. She small. She had a. She's a big name now, but she had the small little role. Ralph Kilmer would be more interesting if he was in a sequel. All right. Let's go on to the last one, then we got to wrap Sorry. up the one. All right, Ernest, right. this is reaching way into 2021. But since you're my buddy, I'll give you I'll give you really a good uh, decision. Would you rather see the next Venom Venom? I can't say it right now. Venom, Venom Carnage. Venom, Venom Carnage in 2021 with Woody Harrelson as the bad guy. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Or Robert Pattinson as the next Batman. I got I, uh, the Batman one. I'm really getting concerned turned about so you didn't even you didn't even bring up king kong versus godzilla <laughs> i think there's a reason i think there's a reason he didn't bring that or, up. Or, or you didn't bring up jurassic world dominion that's oh, why I, I and i, I didn't again, bring up the minions either you i know, think so i think paul made some smart decisions there <laughs> all right uh, make a choice sir we gotta wrap it up okay uh i've been obviously venom all right. Woody Harrelson, you got me. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's one of your buddies. All right, Chris, you got two minutes to just give us your final thoughts. Go. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, you know, had a ton of fun this weekend, exercising, getting out there. Um, so, you know, everyone's mind's getting a little bit crazy now. So, as this continues to develop with COVID, um, please just stay active because I think that's what keeps our mind sharp and that's what. Uh, keeps us a little bit happier than, than what we normally would be. So stay active and uh, call, call your family. That nice, is all. Nice. All right. Ernest. One of the happenstances of the last 91 days without major sports is that we've stumbled upon little beauties that we're able to watch by streaming. And mine is Brockmeyer, which you can watch on Hulu. <laughs> Brockmeyer is a profane, obscene, hilarious series by Hank Azaria, who's probably the utility man of actors. He's been about in every show you've ever seen. It starts off with a radio broadcaster for the Kansas City baseball team who has a meltdown on air and has to <laughs> come back from the independent league and fight his way back to the major leagues. And if you've ever wanted to see uh, Joe Buck tell profane jokes. This is the series for you. Or Tim Kirchin giggle and laugh over obscenities. This is for you. If you're a baseball insider and you love baseball radio broadcasting, you will laugh your glutamus maximus off. Obviously, Chris has watched it by him giggling and laughing. Yes, it's Would you hilarious. Not recommend it also. Would you also oh, it's. I mean, just the first, I mean, I think sometimes series have a tough, it's tough to get into them because you have to tell your friends, hey, watch the first three episodes, then you'll be hooked. This one, I mean, first, first episode, it's like, boom, 
you are you're in it and it just it it, it gets you so it's it's fantastic can you it, but recommend it is not a pj the, one that's a little oh, r it is r one of the oh, it's jokes, r. <laughs> one of the running jokes is brent musburger's body movements i'll just tell you that <laughs> Okay, can you give us a PG one there, Ernest? Uh, uh, if you haven't seen Frozen not. 2, if you haven't seen Frozen 2. Uh, PG, uh, well, no, I've, uh, I'm i a big Wilford fan. That was a series that ran about five years ago. Okay. Which is an excellent comedy about mental health and the problems with those. With I, don't think that's, I don't think that's PG either. No, that's kind of R-rated also. All right, well, let's just move on from <laughs> Ernest here for a moment. What we, do in the what we do in the shadows, there we go. What we do in the shadows, which is a actually better than the movie it came from, is like The Office. Instead of uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania Paper Company, it's uh, four vampires living in the Bronx. Okay, so we have people killing each other and drinking their blood. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? We're recommending for children? They don't really kill. Ernest, very good are you really okay, Donna? Arnold? I think that's a I, Arnold. I think uh, I think that's strike three. I think he's out. I well, think he's uh, out. one of them is an energy vampire who drains people by telling bad jokes. All right, all right, all right. Cutting you off, Ernest. Okay. All right. I'm okay. gonna go safe, and just because you said Arnold, hey, go back to old Nickelodeon. Hey, Arnold, classic show. Hey, football head. My poor kids growing up with the last name Arnold, and they used to call my kids. Hey, football head. Anyways, <laughs> so this I'm going to wrap this baby up. Hey, you can email me at gobluearnold at gmail.com. Tell us your thoughts, your opinions. Tell me off. That's okay, too. We'd like to get your input. Uh, we're going to have more and more people listen, and they... We appreciate you listening. Tell the people about it. And so for my co-host, Ernest Watts and Chris Daniel, we want to say have a good night. Bye.